0: This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Hello! Hello! (laughs) Welcome back, everybody! um we had an announcement that was due to come out in this episode but we're gonna hold off on that one until the next episode because we have the most exciting guest in the studio today. yes daphne how are you doing i'm good yeah? i'm you wonderful to, you ready to uh to bring on the guest yeah so excited so um ladies and gentlemen and NBs, we've got the beautiful miss ella back in the studio <laughs> <laughs> hi thank, thank you so much you. it's so good to be back
1: you guys
0: be so oh, wonderful
1: <laughs> How are, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. I'm just in London for the weekend. Yeah, this yes. is crazy. So happy to be here.
0: It's a nice in-person thing. Like, doing the podcast in person with people is yes. just riveting. Yeah. And so much better. It and, is. Yeah. And having you here is just the most... We were like, we can't
1: not get her on the podcast. Even though she was on it last, like, the whole of last year. <laughs> I feel like it's been forever. I feel like it's been forever. It this has. year's yeah. been whirlwind. It has
2: yeah and just being back in person with everybody is just such a new thing still so Mm -hmm. to be able to sit here and do this in person is just wonderful yeah yeah
0: i heard this this thing on oh my god i'm always watching stupid like instagram reels it's ridiculous boring (laughs) so aren't we all though Yeah. yeah it's just like scroll 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 the most beautiful thing is in life i think it came from a ted talk or something and someone was saying you're never gonna have this moment Like with these people, like, yes, you'll be Mm. sat in the same room again, whatever, but you will never see people just this way ever again. Wow. And it was so magical because they're also thinking about like pre COVID. Pretty profound. Yeah. Yeah. And and thinking sort of pre COVID and where everybody, like, even if you are with the same people again, like, there's, I don't know, you, you can, you've never relive the same moment. And well I think just... that's
2: important to really remember in every single moment of life that you will never get yeah. this oh, totally. exact moment back. Whether that's with, you know, people or alone or just mm-hmm. being grateful for this exact moment is something we often forget, I think. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I totally, totally
2: agree. Yeah. Wow, good stuff. Yeah. Cracking <laughs> up <laughs> the,
0: crack <and> open the <laughs> <kids> <laughs> today. Yeah. Oh
1: my God. So you've moved to Paris. When did you actually move there? So I flew in on August 23rd. Mm. Um, is it wow. really creepy that I was about to say August 23rd? Because I remember. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Two
0: exactly. different sides. She's like, Yeah, you're creepy. I'm like, what I'm <laughs> now. Yeah, flattered. This so <laughs> why Daphne and I only see each other once a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: creepy. Um, yeah. No, but I love it. It was a really, really difficult first month. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah but after I kind of settled in.
0: But I think also it was, there was so much out of your control in that first month, like apartment Super. hunting. And, and it just- do you do not mean, have a place to stay immediately
1: when you got there? So I, again, coming from New York, mm. in America, if you find an apartment you like, you're the first one to see it, you're the first one to get your paperwork in, they rent it to you, it's yours. Yeah. Okay. And if you, obviously, if you qualify for the apartment. Yeah. yeah. Um, in, nobody told me this, but in France it's not like that Um, (laughs) and there's also a housing crisis so you're Mm. starting off with a housing shortage and then you're going in with having to talk to individual landlords Mm. and they have to decide if they like you. Mm. Oh Yeah, so it's Tough. cool because you often meet the person who owns the apartment, so you know yeah. who you're going to be paying I've never your rent met to. Yeah. Any of my landlords ever in my life. Right. Totally, but then the difficult thing is you will financially qualify, you'll be all good, your paperwork will be in on time, mm. and they'll be like, sorry, I just didn't like your energy, you yeah. can't live yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, it's also really difficult um, if you don't speak French. Like, if you uh, don't speak French, imagine. they will hang up on you mm. and i d- i do speak it conversationally but i do speak you? It. i do so okay. enough to like get by but yeah. if they don't want to deal with my american accent or the many many mistakes that i make they will yeah. literally just hang up on me even if i'm speaking <laughs> yeah. to them in french on the phone it's, wow so funny. it's yeah. just
0: different yeah it, it is, is different. different
2: but that's also the charm of it i feel that that's what you sort of that's what you <laughs> sign up oh for dessert. right sure. i quite like that because it's, <laughs> sort of, it's so weird today to have such a big city where they just don't want to speak English. Totally.
1: Yeah. It's a very big type three fun experience. Yeah. Whereas when I was going through it, i because i was really lucky i found my apartment two weeks after i moved but that's because Uh, i called my boss i took work off and i put in a 45 hour work week yeah no dude it it was she was like wow i sent over a thousand emails i made probably four to five hundred phone calls i am not kidding yeah no it was a lot yes that's pretty intense so it was really 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 crazy i did but i found a place and it's lovely and i really like it amazing Um, But so when I was going through it, my, dear God, all the people in my network had to listen to me cry on the phone to them (laughs) so many times. Yeah, but... I don't blame you, though. It's, like, whenever you move anywhere, though, it's just, you,
0: there's always teething problems. And, like, the good thing is, you got that done when you moved. Like, you moved in, and yes, it was a very, and I remember, it was a very, very stressful Mm month, And even, like, the move, like, everything was just, it was a lot. Mm -hmm. But the, but you learnt, like, you overcame that challenge, immediately mm-hmm. and it was the you know so the rest of the year like you know you might be moving soon anyway but yeah. the rest of the year is going to be like well now you know how to handle it or now yeah, you know totally. what not to do mm-hmm. how many emails you got like you you'll have to prepare to take class off for a week or whatever the fuck if you have yeah. to you know Absolutely. Yeah, I've even yeah,
1: it'd be fine. I've thought about like putting together a guide for people. yeah I was literally thinking that so you were speaking about it a, yeah. a few minutes ago. Yeah. And you should. Because yeah. people I i guess I was looking back on again, type three fun. So it was horrible and I was going through it, but mm-hmm. now I look back on it and I was like, oh haha yeah. it's what a fun an experience. memory. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. a fun little character anecdote. building. Yeah. It's good for the plot. That's yeah. Good for the memoir, that's what I always say. <laughs> exactly. Um but there are so many things that I wish people had been more direct about. Because I yeah. was told, book yourself a place for a month. Find mm-hmm. a place to stay for a month. Um, but no one really told me why mm-hmm. and explained it. Because uh. I was like, I'm so good at this. Like, two <laughs> weeks is all Got I need. Under control. Yeah. <laughs> so I only booked an Airbnb for two weeks. And then um. I was out on my ass. I didn't know where to live. And I had to stay in this random Rat Pack motel in this weird neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Because I was also moving... During th- like right before fashion week so Ooh. everything was booked like yeah. I, no Airbnbs within the Paris city limits right. um, hotels were either insanely expensive or disgusting right. hostels, there wasn't a room in a hostel, like nothing wow. wow. I've never seen anything like it in my life and this was universally felt by everybody in my grad school program which right. is the reason I moved mm-hmm. um, just the most insane thing <sighs> <laughs>
0: Um, so we, we were sort of talking about birthdays, and age, and aging, and all of this stuff recently, and we've all, um, yeah, Daphne, you turned 25 over the summer. Yes. Correct. Ella turned 25, like, two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and I will be 26 next week, so... No, this
2: weekend! This weekend! Although it depends on when this
0: episode's coming out, so there's a lot of and and it's funny because 25 has been like a big thing for all of us we've come to realize and yeah. I think it's pretty I mean as as I don't know as creators I think we're a lot more cautious particularly as actors when like mm. you kind of do visually have a shelf life which mm, is yes. so awful to say but mm. we are a lot more conscious of like how our Looks sort of grow over time, and yeah. how you know what age can we still play? What age? What, yeah. This sort of stuff. Yeah. And and I think that these sort of landmark ages of like every five years being pretty, you know, I mean, in everyone's life, like thirty is a big deal and whatnot. Mm. But as an actor, being twenty five and nearly thirty, you're like, oh, it feels as though sort of my expiry date mm. is almost encroaching a little bit. To I think sense. I'm confronted with it. Yeah. more probably
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Than, mm-hmm. than other people because it's such, a f- it's such a factor for us in what right. we play totally. what we can you know so we also have to be very self conscious about it and we have to be very realistic about like okay mm-hmm. now I'm going into a new type of
0: yeah. person or yeah. character
2: that or type so we have to always check in and, and I think that's why age is a f- it's a funny thing for everyone mm-hmm. it's also ridiculous for like fully grown up people to listen yeah. to people being 25 and 26 and we're like like that's scary for us. Yeah. It's it's. I mean, we know it's still super young and whatnot, but it's still. Mm-hmm. Twenty five is a. That's a really strange age because that's a big shift. I feel.
1: Twenty five is. You're either. Married. Yeah. And looking <laughs> for kids. Looking, yeah. at looking for sorry. <laughs> In the <laughs> Best much 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 category, yeah. to um, <laughs> start looking to have kids yeah god yeah um or you are still figuring so much of where you want to be what you want to yeah. do who you want to be you're still figuring you still that have out no idea none you have no idea i remember being um a little kid it's so funny i just turned 25 mm-hmm. and 25 is the age that i've always wanted to be mm-hmm. i don't be something about you have all, you're fully an adult. Like, you can rent yeah. a car with no yeah. fees, like, all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I brought that up. but um no, but, but it's, an it's an a, it's a legit factor, especially yeah. in the States. Like, that's... You, you have to be 25. Totally. Mm. Um, and, like, at 25, my mother had a house and was married. Yeah. And it's just <sighs> different. Sorry. I know, it's that's hilarious. Tricky. Hilarious, because I'm nowhere <laughs> no, near... No, exactly. ...that. And it... 25 feels uh old. Yeah, it does. It feels Which is silly to say. We should
2: have we should have figured things out by now. Yeah. Like life in general. Mm. And I know that I think I'm um it's starting to dawn on me that you probably never will figure life out. I think it, yeah. you will never reach that point where you're like, yeah. okay now I got it.
1: Crazy, I've I know been, what it's about. I've yeah. been experiencing the th- same thing. The mm. older the older I get, particularly twenty five, mm. the more I realize I, I really don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um,
2: it's scary. It is. Yeah. It is. But it's also freeing in a way, being sort of, you know, coming to terms with that and saying, okay, well, probably everybody feels this way. Probably. And that's probably just how it is. And that's also how we keep on developing and keep on wanting to learn. Mm-hmm. Because we know that that's, we're never going to be in a place where we just know everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. This is really true i yeah. think the the i mean i'm i've only got a few days left of 25 yeah so, how does that feel uh, yeah so yeah i'm gonna, I'm to gonna put that. my grandma hat on for a second <laughs> yes i feel like, so <laughs> so like no i think honestly it for me my scariest age was 20 like that for me going right. into 20 i was like i i also mm. had this super strange like emotional paranoia when I when I was a teenager I lost a friend who was about to be 20 and I think for me and he was a year and a half older than me Mm. so for me I had the for the longest time I was like I'm not gonna make it to 20 it was Mm. like it was a really emotional thing for me like it was a big age yeah and I don't know what it was it was just like I you know I was so just certain that that was like my fate Mm. and um and then 20 came and went. And I was like, oh my god, I'm 20 still here. <laughs> like, still here, bitches. <laughs> um, but 25 was, honestly, this is, okay, this is actually so interesting. My dad said this to me a few years ago. And I think it is the most amazing just way to look at life. Mm. So, you know, you know how years are just flying by, you know? Like yeah. you just, oh you yeah, so quickly. so quickly. Yeah. So my dad said to me about, I think I was twenty one when i when he taught when he was kind of explaining this to me he's like because the older you get every single year becomes a smaller fraction of your life so hmm. in the scale of your right well, i know i'm like well, what a, what what a dad yeah like what the, a genius and, and sometimes he just comes out with stuff like that i'm like <laughs> oh my god like that's a quote <laughs> hero. life yeah that's like for yeah. yeah think about it like, because obviously when you're like one your whole that one year is like 100 percent your life and then yeah. it just it just gets smaller i know it's really sweet but yeah. so this past year has flown by i'm about to do another ch- christmas market for my candles, yes and last year it fell on my 25th birthday mm. and this year it's like the day before but this i genuinely and i've got a friend who does small business stuff too and i haven't seen her in a year or spoken to her in like a year but it's just the weirdest thing i'm literally like It feels as though this was last weekend, but I also Mm -hmm. feel like I haven't seen her in 25 years. Yeah, it's It's like I I don't understand how to explain like how time just fries like that. But I think 25 I've the past halfway through 25. I went back to New York for graduation Mm -hmm. and had a whole self-reckoning moment where I was like, I am not day to day. I'm not where I'm supposed to be, which Mm -hmm. is fine. We knew that whatever. But emotionally, I had a moment where I was like, "Okay, cool." But this is my life. This is mm-hmm. my story. This mm. is my plot. What am I gonna do about it? Mm. And so the past, so yeah, so it was about six months ago. The past six months, it's been about me trying to figure out what changes I can make then mm. to make this like my story. Yeah. So actually, this is super interesting. Sorry, I keep I keep derailing and going off topic. No, it's good stuff. But um, for yeah in friends with friends in my life I'm a lot more conscious about like what everyone sort of means to me and what Mm. I can offer them or what they can offer me and like how we are you know are we feeding each other and yeah and yes, that sort definitely of thing lovely. yes and um last no in 2020 so i had like a lockdown birthday as every single human did for mm. a year mm. <laughs> but there was like a london six person limit and i ended up having 12 people that i wanted to go out so we ended up kind of having to like standing groups but we met in the park and it Huge. was you know mm. yeah it was lovely mm. but i remember that year being so because it was my first year back in london my partner and i just moved in together and I was very conscious about trying to like have as many friends mm. in London as possible when I came back. And I remember speaking to you, Ella, about this and being I like that. make sure that mm. I do not speak to X, Y, Z. Like there was mm. there are a few people who I had literally said to Ella, You have to ensure that I don't speak to these people or like mm-hmm. reach out to them because the feeling sometimes the feeling of like desperation comes yeah. in when you're lonely and you ju- mm-hmm. go back to old habits and stuff just yeah. because and people are not good, good for whatever. You. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and So that birthday in particular, I was bringing people from all sorts of corners of my life together just to have people around me, Mm -hmm. and this year, I have, I booked, again, a table of 12 for my birthday, and my family are coming and taking up most of the seats, and Mm. there are a few people who aren't able to make it, for whatever reason, and whatnot, but... For me, I'm like I would so much rather have like a pub lunch with my family and like mm. my three closest friends or whatever, mm. than have twelve people who I haven't spoken to in so long that we spend most of the time catching up. Yeah, mm. you know it's like it to me at twenty a minute away from twenty six. I'm like my this is my life now, and I mm. don't owe anyone an explanation for what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know I don't I don't. I, I, it's all you know I'm like this is my time it's my turn mm-hmm. and that's what 26 is gonna be for me it's like it's my yeah. turn this is my year hell yeah uh, yeah because it's 25 is very much as you said you're an adult now you can mm. rent a, you know, rent a car with it and, yeah. and all of this stuff and like <laughs> you know car insurance should go down and all these mm. logistical you have like, all of ca- these
1: official right yes so like, exactly. there is nothing yes. now that you really no. cannot do it's actually yeah, true exactly yeah that's
0: so true you can go to those special films and yeah. stuff and yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> and
1: and the extra fun ones. <laughs> the extra
0: fun ones exactly um that we don't tell anyone we're going to uh, yeah we're going on a Tuesday <laughs> Happy birthday. um and the yeah and, and there's something about that like people don't look at you as a kid anymore and you, and, you know and then obviously Thanksgiving questions are like you know, are, you, are you pregnant yet or whatever oh, oh, like God. and any time it's sort of like I go to my parents and I'm like oh I have you know I, I have something to tell you and it's like you know, I've had a fight <gasps> yeah. with my brother or yeah. whatever it is they're like and I'm like you wipe that smile off your face like yeah. this is not exciting news I'm not yeah. having a baby whatever yeah. <laughs> um, but it's yeah it, and I think it, it's a testament to it's a sign of the times as well of like mm-hmm. at 25 now it is totally normal to like have kids and be that in that super it's not inappropriate anymore i know oh my god oh my god yeah a few weeks ago i had the funniest phone call with a friend from school where i was like okay it was text message but i saw that one of my friends was she's been engaged for a year Mm -hmm. and i saw that she's pregnant so i sent this to a friend i was like oh my god she's pregnant Mm -hmm. and my friend was like she's
1: engaged yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like no no But like you know who the
0: dad is yeah she's like
2: yeah <laughs> like, this is like what this what is not exciting about? I. it's exciting
0: but it's not like yeah oh my god i know and and i think that also like really sort of highlights the difference between people and maturity levels and whatever but it's also for people who are doing who aren't doing freelance work and mm. who aren't
1: out of i had a really good conversation with um Actually, with my current partner about this because mm-hmm. um, we were up in a small... We know each other from being kids mm. and grew up in the same small town. So, and have you been friends your entire life and then all of a sudden you... And all of a sudden we're dating, yes. Whoa, We've that's been friends romantic. Since. It's really... Oh, it's whole really Full story for another time. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, we were talking about this and um, I was really stressed because mm. we know people who are happily engaged. They're in really mm. stable jobs. Yeah. Mm. And um, are very comfortable. Yeah. And I was getting really stressed and complaining about it over the phone. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't Mm -hmm. have, like, a stable job. I don't have a path, blah, 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 blah. blah." Um, And he was like, we have both chosen non-traditional paths. Mm -hmm. And when you choose a non-traditional path, unless you are extremely lucky, Mm -hmm. it takes you a lot longer to get there typically. So these other things that we are told we have to do, buy a house, get married, have kids, blah, 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 Often don't come until later. If that's something you want to do, yep. they don't come until later. These mm. other things you don't find stability until a little bit later. Right. But oftentimes these career paths are passions. Yeah. Exactly. So the life you lead. Yeah. Exactly. It creates so much richness in your life because you're doing exactly what you want to do. Yeah. Mm. And. What that's another thing about getting older mm. is that's a grounding force that I've used is that, yes, I might have a lot of instability. You actually have, <laughs> have helped me a lot with this when we're taught ta- on the many times I've called you and complained <laughs> um, in tears, obviously. And uh, <laughs> it, it's fine. It's an equal punishment. Like, yeah. I do this as well. It's so. a good give <laughs> and take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Um, but it's, it, it's a lot of f- figuring out. And yeah, I would rather be uncertain for longer with richness and fullness and yeah. yeah really be really loving what I'm doing and where I'm at Absolutely. further down the line than have baseline stabilities now but I
2: think the problem in all of that is that I think most of us who live that way which is very non-traditional and mm-hmm. where we, we I think we really thrive in that we love that we 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 live our passion every day but I think there's so much pressure oh, and God. there's so many expectations to live a certain kind of life or to have those to have those boxes ticked in a certain yes. age and I think that's what what's conflicting sometimes because we know that we are happy in that life and mm-hmm. we know that yes. we want to just go and do that now and we know that the other things will come eventually but we still have that like like voice in the back of our head saying oh you need to do these things because 100%. now is the time for you to have kids and now is the time for you so it's all of these things and it, it's not necessarily you know our family or friends who's saying that to us mm-hmm. but it's just it's just what we've grown up to think it's the I world guess, at large yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. yeah exactly it's also interesting as well because I know in particular Olo and I have all of these friends who are just starting to see some really really cool success and they're able yeah, to start quitting their day jobs yeah and pursue um this is their full-time job whether yeah. it be writing whether it be acting um, yeah. filmmaking in any capacity writing mm-hmm. and it's really really cool again on traditional paths everyone gets there in a different Completely. time in a different way we all have different yeah. avenues for finding that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah
0: definitely i have sp- have we we've spoken <clears throat> quite extensively about oh, this yes. very in the past like few weeks yeah. particularly and it's sort of the whole what we've come to realize though is regardless of whether like Regardless of when this sort of, you know, we get our foot in the door and, like, we Mm -hmm. actually, you know, we start, quote, unquote, making it. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm. regardless of how long that takes, Mm. we also are still living very fulfilled lives outside of it. Like, you know, and we are making, particularly as, you know, as the, usually the creative ones of our friends as well. Mm. Like, you know, we're still living very fulfilled lives. of Like, we're still doing everything that we want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah outside of the work because also you ha- we have to acknowledge as well that the the arts and like writing and acting and stuff is part of your career not part of your life necessarily now i get it the line is very blurred particularly Super, with this in- industry yeah
2: definitely but if
0: you think about like if you think about it it's that's a job but you still mm. have to have a life outside of your job yeah, and that's exactly. what i think that daphne and i have definitely consciously made an effort to ensure that our life outside of that world is mm-hmm. like very rich and fulfilled yeah. and mm-hmm. passionate and you know doing podcasts and, and silly things like this to just yeah. yeah as like a way to feel you know yeah, accomplished accomplished yeah. A- outside. because if we were in like a 9 to 5 you know staying in like a 9 to 5 what, advertising job or something mm-hmm. like throughout the rest of our lives that's amazing but you also mm-hmm. have to have passions outside of work yeah. Yeah. and for us we're at the point where like you know it's kind of intersecting and they're bleeding into each other but mm. we we are definitely focusing on like what we want as people outside of the career because obviously mm. once yeah. that kicks off you don't have the especially as an actor you don't mm. really have the capacity to do it as freely mm. as when you know when Yeah. Like when nobody's. Yeah. Yeah. When when nobody knows who you are. Yeah, exactly. exactly. There's there's freedom in it.
2: Exactly. But I think it's that balance all the time of of having that very fulfilled life outside of our career, but our career is also defining everything we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, working in a field or pursuing a passion Mm. as a career, Mm. it kind of puts you in the... I always think they're one of two categories. One, either you work to provide your life outside of work. Yeah. Yeah. Or a huge portion of your life is your work because that's what you love yeah and being creative it falls into that category that's really true which is really tough because then you're also confronted with the issue of yes you're pursuing what you love Mm -hmm. and it's the thing that makes you feel full and makes you feel great Mm -hmm. but you've also monetized it so it takes that Mm -hmm. i'm trying to find the word the correct word but it takes that um hobby like feel novel. yeah no oh, it's so you. true that's probably it yeah it's so true Is yeah. that and
2: I think that's also why I'm a bit scared to really take the next step into making it a like my my full time thing because it will be a job essentially that will yeah. be my and yeah. sometimes it will feel like okay this is not just another day of my job and mm-hmm. right now it's still that thing that I do because I love it yeah, and every yes. time I do it I do it in my own time and because i and i put my own money into it because mm-hmm. i just love it mm-hmm. and that shift is i'm so excited for that but i'm also slightly bit scared because it's yeah. going to take some of that totally uh, yeah
1: especially because so much of getting there is this big huge period of rejection right like oh, every yeah. oh yeah everybody who is in an untraditional career path yeah goes through that yeah, yeah. And that I I mean I don't mean to speak for all of us but I feel like we're all kind of in that yeah. space where we're putting our work out there we're doing yeah. this stuff yeah. and um trying to find out what sticks yeah definitely. and that's also really hard
0: mm-hmm. it that's is. also really hard
1: because I personally have heard a lot a lot of people say no a lot of people have given yeah. me really yeah. really good reassurance and good yeah. feedback yeah um but it's a lot of no yeah.
2: because it's so extreme and we. Constantly have to separate ourselves from the product mm-hmm. because we, when we go, even when we go in with ourselves as the product, we have to step out of that and yeah. know that yeah. that and leave it in there and be like, that yeah. was my product. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with me as a person. Mm-hmm. But it's, I don't think you can ever not take it personally in some oh way. And God, I think it's, it's always so a battle. Mm-hmm. And even if you've done this for like forty-five years, I think you'll still sometimes your 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 person will be affected a little yeah. bit as well. But I think it's a really, we do deal with this so much that I think we become really aware and we get really good at sort of trying to handle criticism and trying to handle feedback in a way that most people just don't get to do because they just don't get it as much as we Mm -hmm. do. Um, That's true. I always
1: say that like the really, to be really, really good at, honestly, anything that you are putting part of yourself into acting, um, writing, directing, all of this, um, because like all I was saying, it's an iteration of yourself. It Mm -hmm. is you have to have a really strong sense of who you are. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, so it's interesting because I was talking about, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know who I am, blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. but on a certain level, like I sometimes think I have a better understanding than other people because yeah. Yeah. we are forced to start learning that. Yes. Young. Yeah. Yes. When we decide to pursue this, when we find out this is what we love. Yeah. Mm. Because as an actor, like you have to be able to drop out of another person's. Yeah. Life. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. But I think sometimes that's my fear as well. That I, it's such a selfish craft in a way because it's yeah. always <laughs> being like checking in and how am I feeling and what do I feel about this and like. I don't think that's selfish. At all. I know. I, think I know. That's so important. I think it is really important, and I think you know that gives us a really grounded idea of our identity right. and our mm-hmm. values and mm-hmm. everything that we are in our core. But I think there's also just the the career path itself is very selfish. I mean, it is like me first and I need to do Mm -hmm. my things, which I like salute. I think especially in your 20s, that's what you should be doing no matter what. Because you will reach a point where you will have other people that you are obliged to or you have responsibilities to but mm-hmm. right now yeah. it's the time to just go and do your thing no matter what you do yeah 100 yes. but it is definitely a career where you know it's you in the center
0: of your life so i'm gonna have to come back to it because i can't remember what it was called but i was just recently reading your the vibrations of your voice box can affect a star in another fucking galaxy with the way that the sound Wait, what there, the the movement of atoms and the particles in your voice when you release sound will impact it's like the butterfly effect but on like an astronomical scale Is that scientific facts yeah this yeah yeah i was reading about this like i can't remember i'm gonna have to come back to the source (laughs) and like credit myself at the end i'll do a little foot footnotes after the episode where you know and i'll credit (coughs) him 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 instead but it was it was just that's incredible it was just proof that like Every single voice has to be heard and is right. meant to be heard.
2: Everybody should take up space yeah. in this world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah yeah, lesson. yeah, yeah. Okay, I have a question. Yes. Ms. Ella. You just had a birthday. I did. I mean, ha- haps, baps. Happy birthday. Yes. Oh, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I know this about you having known you for a long time as well, that birthdays aren't your favorite thing or time of the year. Yeah. Can we talk about why? Yeah, let's please talk about that.
1: Yeah, okay. So... I'm, oh God. I have to preface this by saying I'm gonna sound like a total asshole brat for a minute. No, go for it. No. Um, but I, I hate my birthday. Mm-hmm. I hate my birthday. Um, part of that is because I, as a human being, am super dramatic, and I'm an actor and a writer. So my whole being is listen to me, hear what I have to say. Right. <laughs> um. So. And also, birthdays were really big in my family, so they were always made a huge deal out of, but my birthday falls in a really weird time Mm. where it's, I'm from America, right? So it's right before American Thanksgiving, Mm. and it's also in notoriously one of the worst seasons for where I'm from. Every, like, all of the beautiful leaves have fallen. Everything is gray. It's gray. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes there's really? snow, but mm. there might not be, but there might not be. Mm. And it's, everything's frozen and gross. Nobody wants to be outside. Nobody mm. wants to do anything. It's also as I got older during exam season. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So as I got older, my birthday was a time that I couldn't see people, mm. but a time that I really wanted to spend with other people. Mm. And, um,. I want, I just want a big deal to be made out of my birthday, which is where the asshole part comes in. That's silly. I'm just one person. No, I Um, think that's glorious. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I think it is. Yeah. But, yeah, I just like to be... Because I like to make a big deal about other people's birthdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. When I got old enough to like have a car and drive to school, I would leave early in the morning and get my friends like a coffee and a treat before school. Mm, or nice. in college, I would try to bring people cupcakes on their birthday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Because it feels really nice to be celebrated. It and does. I um. That doesn't often. I don't have. People. That's not true. Uh, but again, because I, I'm gonna but be it's rambling so much. No. No. Keep going. No, it's interesting. I feel, like, on my birthday that I don't have a lot of people who do that for me, which yeah. literally isn't true. Mm. Allah always makes a huge deal out of my birthday. <laughs> yeah. And my mother, my whole life has always made a big deal out of my birthday. Yeah. Um, but I just like to be... Oh, my God, I'm totally gonna cry, too. It's okay. I, I just like to know that I'm thought of. Yeah. Like, on my birthday. I don't... I know I just said I did all these things. People don't do that for me. Mm. But it's, uh... A text, uh, mm-hmm. a call. It's the thought. It is. Yeah. It is. It's really nice to know that this one particular day a year, like you have, you're on people's minds, yeah. and it's that, really nice yeah. to be let known that that's happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and because my birthday is during this weird time, I'm often forgot of on my birthday. Like a couple, mm-hmm. a couple years, um, when I was a kid, we just didn't do anything on my birthday because nobody could. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and it's just really hard and getting. Older is, as we've been talking about, is really hard, and yeah. um, it birthdays for me stopped being fun when you stopped having like birthday parties at school yeah. and yeah. things like that. But. Question, yeah, does
2: it change because you talked about how it changed for you that it's not about the
0: quantity of people mm-hmm. but the quality of okay, people? Okay, but I, yeah, but is I, that... do have, I do have to interject here though because for me, I mean, my birthday is like two weeks after yours, so I understand exam season and weather, and my mm-hmm. birthday's in December, so I get yes. the Christmas like May, yeah, overshadowing, you get and the, the worst... double
1: presents. I'm just oh, no, I enough. only got one. Oh, that's, no, no that's what present. I mean is like people will be like, This is for birthday and, and oh, yeah, Christmas. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's so what I mean. Yeah, it, I mean yeah. so after age like 10, it was that, it was this is birthday and Christmas, and you're like. Yeah.
0: And my sister is the middle of summer. My brother's like the Easter holiday. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. great, shut up, <laughs> please. Yeah. Um, and it was, for me, it's so interesting because I think that I everything that you're saying, I'm like, oh my God, it literally sounds like she's saying my thoughts out loud. Mm. And for me, I completely went the opposite way and overcompensated for it. So for mm. me, like what I did, what I was saying in 2020 is I thought of every person I could imagine getting them together mm. for my birthday because I'm like, I want to make sure mm-hmm. people don't forget. Yeah, And it's really, and it's like very sad that's sad in itself as like Mm. a more you know yeah because it is a shitty time of year to have birthdays and and people and in december as well a lot of people have like christmas parties Mm. so i have to like tell people book this out in advance and then there's still people who Mm -hmm. you know can't make it whatever but i think for me it's this it's only and now to daphne to what you were just saying it's Mm. only been in this past year like six months where I'm Mm -hmm. literally have been like a whole mental shift and I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm making my life my own Mm -hmm. where I've realized actually it's okay that all of these people can't come Mm -hmm. because this isn't about them this is about Mm -hmm. like I would and and initially I hadn't invited my parents for example to my Mm -hmm. birthday lunch it's a pub thing Mm -hmm. I hadn't invited them and it was just gonna be friends and then more friends kept cancelling cancelling and then Mm. I was like saying to my parents I was like oh do you guys want to come and I hadn't even told them that I'd like pre-booked it because I felt Mm. bad that I like didn't invite them and then I was (laughs) yeah um but for me I'm now like it's literally gonna be my parents a couple friends Mm. my sister's gonna come Mm, you know family friends are coming I'm like that feels so and this time last year I actually would have been like upset about Mm -hmm. that
1: I think it's a figuring out thing because yeah, I know yeah. because I hate my birthday. I've been trying to figure out a way to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so I tried doing my birthday alone. Like one year, I actually came yeah, out to yeah. visit all alone and then was I went that? to Paris doing it alone. I, okay, I actually really really enjoy spending my birthday alone because mm-hmm. you get to do exactly what yes. you want. Yeah. Like, I like, that. W- whatever you want. If you want to get up at noon, you can get up at noon. If you want to take yourself out to a nice dinner, yeah. you can. If yeah. you want to go shopping, you can. Like, yeah. you can do whatever you want, which I really, really like that freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But the other thing I struggle with is I'm a super extrovert. I love people. Mm-hmm. I love being around people. And I have, like, my core... Friends and support system—that's really awesome. But mm. I also really just like having people to talk to. I love yeah. to chat. Mm. And um, again, I'm gonna be a brat. I love being celebrated, mm. and I love the idea. Well, we of, should celebrate each other all the time. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Exactly. yeah, Should yes. I agree? And mm. the thing is, is I also like to do that for other yeah. people. So, like one yeah. of the girls in my program, her birthday was in October, like a month after we all moved, mm. and. Um, I like coordinated this entire dinner mm-hmm. with everybody nice. found a place did all this stuff and we went out to a bar on her birthday mm-hmm. because I know it It matters it matters yeah. yeah so I'm trying to find the balance of um but I think also
2: celebrating your birthday alone when it's a choice it's a really powerful thing to do yes like that's when it's like this is my I'm taking this into my control and I'm yeah. just choosing to celebrate it alone yeah and I think that's actually a really smart move. Because then it's like you feel, okay, it's actually not that bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a balance. Yeah. For sure. I get it. <laughs> I, think yeah. I get it. The tough, the,
0: tough, the tough thing is too, and I've come to learn this, Mo, I think uh, drama school definitely learned, learned this a lot. Mm-hmm. But this past year, I've, I feel like it's, like it's like a fact in my life now. Mm-hmm. It's not like a skeptical thing. Mm-hmm. But not everybody has the same heart as you.
1: Mm-hmm. So, if
0: you want to do that for someone else's birthday, part of you, and I know I'm definitely like this too, part of me will do certain things for people in hopes that they do it for me as well, mm-hmm. or in, in mm-hmm. almost expectation for it to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you, and, the, okay, this is a really, this is like a little niche example, but it I think it stands so true to it. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's this trend where you basically take a friend or whatever, or your partner or whatever, or your mom, I don't know. And you break them up into categories, like if they were a colour, if they were smart, whatever. And mm. I took the time to do it for a few people in my life. Mm. And out of the few people I did, only one person did it back for me. Mm. And it sounds so silly, and it sounds like I'm doing things to get something out, out of it for myself, but I'm not. That was not mm. the hope. The, the But out of everyone who I did it for, this one person who did it in return, out of the love of her self, mm. I knew that she was the kind of person who would do that for me as well. Yeah. So it was yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. I was really excited to get that from her but for everyone else it was more like my love language of like gifting you something yeah like this is it yeah but it's it's the lesson of like people there are some people out there who you know who just don't think as emotively as you so something like organizing someone's birthday and whatnot it won't even cross their mind to do it because it also might be something where they're like Oh, Ella's got someone else to do it for her. Mm. And I think what you said of love languages is a really good point because we all have different love languages. Yeah. And you give it and
2: receive it in, in different, different ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And
0: I, I think that there's also just on the just to wrap up that thought of like the birthday thing and doing this for someone else as well, it's like yeah. I think everyone not everyone, but most people as people Genuinely live in the thought of like someone else will do it, and mm-hmm. so to be the one who actually does it mm. could literally be the most like you could change someone's life, oh, like it, you know, it might yeah. seem like a little birthday thing, whatever, but it I don't know, I, I don't know. Sorry. Okay. Love language. You were talking. You
1: started talking <laughs> no, about no, that no, no. Was... It was
2: it was just that point of like mm-hmm. that. It's difficult, and we all do that. I think we all do things, and then we kind of because ex- that's our love language. That that's yeah. what we would like to receive yeah. back as well. But that's not necessarily what other people like to do mm-hmm. as their love language. Yeah. So I think we just have to. And I think it's happening to everyone that we will get disappointed when people are not giving us what yeah. we are giving them.
0: Yes. So Daphne, in terms of love languages, how do you think you give love, and how do you think you? receive love I give I think I give love very very um
2: intensely and then not at all oh right so um, you love mom <laughs> yeah no, well I'm very I'm very present when I'm present and then I'm very far away when I'm away okay. so I will be someone who might forget someone's birthday one year right and then the next I'll do like a big fucking thing okay cute so mm-hmm. I think that's so that's also why I'm not my birthday's always been very I'm very excited for my birthday every year, but that's because mm-hmm. I'm a major family person. Right. Mm-hmm. So for me, and we always do this with... I'm such a traditionalist. I love having the same, like, thing going on every year. And it's oh, so simple. Yeah. But it's just literally having my family around me for that day mm-hmm. is the most special. It sounds so cliche. But I have a pretty big family, and having all of the, of those people around me... And it's in August, so it's summer. It's, mm. it's always pretty nice weather. But... Um, and but i will have the same if like someone who i would i have specific people in my life that i expect to hear from yeah on that yeah, day yeah literally
0: like, yes ella and i was saying that yeah. Oh, yeah and i
2: will say if i did not hear from one i had one year where one of those people just forgot and it's it's you know what that would happen to me and it was not something that i was de- it didn't ruin my entire day but i was a little bit like Mm, this yeah, feels weird it. like yeah. this is yeah like this one day as you said where I need people to just spend five minutes mm-hmm. to think of me and to yeah. write that message it's
1: so fascinating because when yeah. you have those people like my um one of my childhood friends just had a birthday she hates mm. her birthday doesn't celebrate her birthday <laughs> also, but like doesn't care about her birthday mm-hmm. or whatever whatever mm-hmm. and um never and one of those such people didn't contact her on her birthday, no. and she called me in tears. Yeah, mm. oh bless her. Bless I know, you. but yeah. it's even even people who she's hates it and also doesn't care about it. Yeah, but is that a weird thing? I hate it, but I care about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love that. I care about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I I just same. It. But yeah. anyway, it's that it's fascinating how much there's, there's a lot of societal pressure on birthdays. Yeah, it's also
2: just an intense day, and I, I always mm-hmm. feel like I'm quite. I'm also quite relieved when it's it's sort of like it's o- it's oh, over same. because it's like okay it went well I had a great day because oh, I feel no. like there's so much pressure on that day to yeah. be great and I want everything to just I want everybody to be happy yeah. I want it to be like and if I I just don't want anything to go wrong
0: on that day
2: <laughs> so when it's done and it's so it's been a good day I'm like okay that's good and it's I'm glad that's a year until it's oh. it's gonna happen again
1: do you guys cry on your birthday? Yeah, every year. Yeah, obviously. I get very emotional. Same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could, uh, <laughs> could have gassed a room full of creatives. Yeah, yeah. Full of creatives. <laughs> <laughs> Such drama queens. I mean. So <laughs> we're both <laughs> fire signs. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. What can we do? What can we do?
2: Yeah. But
0: um I think oh you you had just made a point which really which really got to me, but I can't I can't remember that. I think it's yeah, it's a fascinating they're thing. They're thing, thing. My and, and for me growing up as well, like my my brother's birthday he would have I was telling oh oh no yeah we were telling a friend this recently he his birthday's like early April like early mid April so mm. it would all and in England in schools here you get like three weeks holiday for Easter oh, but nice. you also we also get one month less for summer so right. like we yeah. don't break up until July so it's like a whole other thing mm. but in so he would have and we would always go to florida to see my grandparents and then we would go to disney or whatever so i know just the most wonderful wonderful um, (laughs) yes but he'd have a party here in london Mm -hmm. with his friends then we'd go to florida and we'd see my grandparents and my family and he'd have a party and then sometimes he'd have a third one when we go to disney like for my brother like his birthday was a i mean it was like an event every year it was like it's it's his birthday and for my sister she's a lot She's got a lot less expectations of it, and she just sort of hates it as much as well. But then she sort of wants you to relish in the fact that it's, like, her birthday week.
1: Mm -hmm. She just... It's the same thing of,
0: like... Mm -hmm. It's the thought of being thought about, because, Mm -hmm. you know, and and if people forget it, it's like, okay, maybe they'll text me tomorrow, or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me... Mm -hmm. I literally had my French speaking GCSE exam on my sixteenth birthday. Like oh, that's my, sad. it's the same for for Ella though. Like mm, it's in the middle sad. of like yeah, it's the start of December when people are getting festive, so it's mm. cute. People are like you know slightly happier than November. I have mm. to say, or January because <laughs> is like I, January is like I have a friend. I used to have a friend.
2: And her birthday was um, 1st of January. Yeah. And her tradition was that we would, me and her best friend, like we were her two closest friends and her mom and her sister, we would, we would celebrate her birthday every year on oh, January 1st. And then we would cute. go to McDonald's Aww. and we would be in our slumbers. We'd just like literally be
0: such a rubbish day, but we would make the best of it. Yeah. I yeah, mean, but, yeah. And, the, and I, uh, do you know what my favorite thing, this is slightly off the birthday thing, but my favorite like just thing to think about every New Year's Eve is most people, mm. most people, their first word of the new year is happy.
2: Yeah.
0: Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Like, you, me it's cry. just the first, fu- like yeah. the first, and like that for me. And uh, I think my, my, no, maybe my dad said it again, words of wisdom. Yes. I, like a few years ago, and I, because every year we always stand on like my parents' roof and we watch the fireworks yeah. because you can see like from the London, oh. it's far away, but you can see it from the house. Beautiful. Brilliant. And we would, and it was always that thing. And my dad mentioned it. He's like, oh my God. Everyone like that's our first word of the year. It's so and it's beautiful. just it, it, to to bring in a new year or a new mm-hmm. birthday or whatever. Just like mm-hmm. surrounded by thought and love mm-hmm. and like happiness is there's mm-hmm. something so special about it. But I think it is so normal to be emotional on your birthday. And mm-hmm. this is actually something I said to Ella recently. I sent her this video of this girl who had I don't know she was turning twenty seven or something, and she was saying. You're, I'm not just turning 27, but I'm all, you know, I'm not 27 now, but I'm also, I'm still 26. I'm still 25. I'm still yeah, 17. I love I'm still 12. Yeah. Every you. And I think the pressure to change yourself every mm. year and become a new version of yourself yeah. is kind of impossible. And it's kind of unrealistic. Like, yeah. also, you didn't get to where you are now without the, the terrible age of 14, yeah, you know, the heartbreak at 19, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. So mm-hmm. to go into your next year, that for me is what, like, 26 is going to be. is going to be, mm. like, it's my turn, it's my year. But, like, yeah. I have so much baggage in my little mm. rucksack that I'm coming into this year with. Yeah. And I'm just, it, I think it's, like, it's going to be... And 25, I didn't have the same mentality. 25 was scary mm. for me as well. It was, like, it was yeah. a big one because also... My partner was like he was smiles like, ahead in his career than I. That going into twenty five, actually this uh, that's super interesting. Going into twenty five, I was a lot more conscious of like the social expectations. Mm. Twenty six, I'm like, fuck that. This is that my life very really happy. Yeah, so yeah. You, you've got yeah. to like be <laughs> yeah. yeah. and got something to look forward to. No, but genuinely going into this, I'm like, I mean, we'll sit here we'll sit here next year yeah. whether it's in person or it's not in person mm-hmm. we'll sit together the three of us and we'll have this conversation again yeah. going into this next chapter is a lot more like I also so for this next transition this next thing that I'm mm-hmm. going to do in my life I didn't ask anyone if I should do it. I just told people I was doing it. Mm. And so I'm not asking for permission anymore. Like this is, Mm -hmm. I'm going to, you know, whether I'm financially stable or not, it's different. But like I, but that will work itself out. I mean, that's, that's what we're used to in this business. Well, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that finding, like having a year where you sort of, for me, this past year, 25 has been like starting off in the shell of like, this is Mm -hmm. what I have to be in 25. And kind of shedding that shell and finding what I want, what I like, Mm. who I like, who I like to be around with, who I'm actually like you were a good friend, but you know Mm. what, actually... We don't gel anymore, so I'm happy Mm -hmm. to, like, not invite you to my birthday. I'm happy to, you know, I'm happy to move on without you. And I'm sure in the next year I'll reconnect with people from the past or whatever. I just, you know, it happens. Mm -hmm. But I think that having the year of, like, finding who you are separate to society. Okay, Mm -hmm. this is a really good analogy, actually, that um, our friend who was on the (coughs) podcast Mm -hmm. as Tyler in season one, had said to me recently no like okay maybe like a year ago everyone you know how everyone's kind of made up of everyone's a sum of their parts everyone is Mm. all of the experiences they've had all the people they've met whatever yeah but if you see it as like this was kind of a back and forth little discussion we had but if you see it as like that's a quilt that's like covering you and protecting you and keeping you warm but underneath Mm. that quilt you are still your own person yeah and it's about finding like who is underneath the layers of the heartbreaks and the divorces yeah. and yeah. this educations and the That's bad nice grades analogy. and stuff? Yeah. It's like you are still someone underneath this le- protective layer of like all yeah. of your experiences. Yeah. Part two of this episode will be released on December seventh at six p.m. GMT. See you then.